This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to the series of these new times. In the last seven, eight weeks, we started a bonus series linked to the current situation and yet still in line with our season of your coaching journey. This bonus series is here to help us reflect and take a different look on what is happening and finding ways to keep growing and enjoying life. As we are confined at homes, a lot is happening on social media and online, which made me bring up the today's episode about the power we all have and the different way to look at social media. To start with, the physical distancing is not social distancing. How do I know that? Because of how much deep connection I experience every single day online doing the world tour every single day, literally every day from from Kenya to Russia, from Japan to USA, from Dubai to Australia, all over Europe, name it. I am blessed to connect with clients, friends, partners every single day 
deep, meaningful, and beautiful connection. I am forever grateful, not to the coronavirus in itself, as I'm aware of the tragedy linked to it, and so many friends have been affected by it, deeply affected by it, but for the consequences and these amazing times that offered to me. I love, uh, in one of the talks I was following when somebody mentioned the coronavirus is not a disaster, it is a virus. The consequences of it could be a disaster. Definitely need to find back my nose to remember his name. As I'm not a science person, I cannot argue or express on the virus itself. Yet, one of the things that made me reflect about it is the tragedy of deaths and the celebration of life that happened in the same time. Almost like a reminder of what life is all about about our own mortality, about our own time on earth, about our own decisions, about our own life experience, and about our own power. We don't know much, and yet we can do so much. We may not know how and what created or spread the virus, and in the same time, maybe, maybe we don't need to know. I mean, I trust the scientists, the virologists, the doctors will assess that and they will deduce the answers and the actions to follow. What I mean by not needing to know is that without a clear knowledge in virology, I will not become an expert overnight. So I'll have or choose to trust the experts. In the same way, I don't know how the let's say TV works, and I can still enjoy watching it. I don't need to know everything in order to have a beautiful life experience. And I do choose to trust others who are experts in their field, and this is how the humanity evolves. Besides, I mean, me trying to understand by myself will take a long time in absence of specific skills and competencies and knowledge a science person has. Second, it will not necessarily bring the right answers or answers that are strong enough to be relevant. Finally, it will just take me away from another things that I may know how to do, where I have more skills and experience and to put my entire effort in an area I could contribute more and have more relevance. The beauty of interdependence is that seeing the planet as a group of individuals, we can specialize within this group so we can have different knowledge and each of us to contribute to a higher humanity knowledge. Moreover, as I may not have the relevant skills and information, all that may happen is for me to be or feel overwhelmed and therefore a feeling of losing control, which goes into panic and so forth. And panic, it's what will take away from my own capabilities of taking decision and of acting and growing. Learning how to think 
learning how to understand and translate information, being able to create an opinion and a thinking process based on relevant information, relevant questions, that's what may need to happen. Now, what is the main issue here? Why people are not trusting what they see or hear, or even the, the experts, right? Now, a few answers to that. First, in an area of available, easy to access and free information, there is not more discipline of research. People want to have answers fast, and therefore they go on Google for anything and everything. And while I'm so grateful for Google to make available tons of information, there is an issue with the quality of information available. The problem is not that the information that are not accurate exists. The problem is that we are not trained nor patient enough to check and pick what may be relevant. Second, is that one of the most beautiful and needed professions is dying nowadays. And I mean journalism. Journalism is technically a way of presenting facts in an objective way so people can have access to information. Journalists nowadays become personal opinions, scandals, sell. Whatever a celebrity eats seems much more relevant than real society issues. A journalist nowadays shows the side of the story he she believes in in the best of the cases, or the one that sells in the most of the cases. A journalist nowadays will come fast with a story without taking moments or months and months of documentation and research and inquiry on a topic. I mean, for me, that's one of the saddest things today. And of course, this is not for every journalist. I still, you are still there. Some of you, you are high professional ones, but you tend to be more the exception than the norm, unfortunately. Third, we are, or technically can be, all of us social media. Each of us can be um, his own television, his own editing company, his own radio station, his own newspaper. I mean, I can publish my own book on Amazon, no matter how relevant that content is or not. Those having my own editing or becoming my own editing house. I can do my own podcast, like I'm doing it right now, and say whatever I want, no matter how relevant it is or not. Those having my own radio station or becoming my own radio station. I can do my own YouTube channel, no matter how relevant it is or not. Those having or becoming my own television station. I can write and publish articles on my own blog in whatever topics, no matter the knowledge I have or not. Those becoming or having my own newspaper. And that all this information can be accessed by anyone. Anyone can see my TV station, listen to my radio station, read my newspaper and my books. Anyone, no matter where they are in the world. That gives so much power when you think about. All it takes is the right level of marketing and knowledge on how to make people click on it. 
Now, while that is amazing and in so many ways a treasure in itself, it is also one of the most dangerous things in the current contest. It is enough to know how to do it and it can be used in a very dangerous way. Even when it starts with a good heart and good intention, the information could not only be absolutely wrong, but also having a very bad influence on people. Most people not only don't take time to assess, but they don't even know how to do it. Because we don't longer teach kids in schools, you know, about ethics or philosophy or debate or rhetoric and so much more. We don't longer help people developing their own thinking ability, questioning, doubting, looking for more information before reaching a conclusion or an opinion and evolve those opinions after. Most people think that, that if they have a sad story and they manage to overcome it, it will be the same for anyone who will copy past their experience, which is far, far from being the truth. Most people think they applying a solution who has somehow provided a level of results from themselves will provide the same for others, which is obviously not working most of the times. And most people will just be led by their own ego and, and showing off versus taking a step back and ask, what is the relevance of what am I saying and for whom this is relevant? Wondering how do I know all this? It's because I spend my life talking with people who want to grow and succeed and who have read a lot and who have tried a lot and they are still not there. Why? Because if it was working, we all would have been happy and wealthy and successful. And the majority of people are not. Social media today is not necessary having the role it could have. And we are all responsible for it. Of course, a lot of things are happening now online and I could not be more grateful for it. But how responsible are we for what we publish and what we share and even for what we follow? One of my dearest friends, uh, Shen Lin from uh, Cool Japan TV, you definitely need to follow him, is talking about four profiles we could have on social media. Those four profiles are the follower, the expert, the influencer, and the business influencer. And it's nothing wrong to be in any of these cases or to have a different profile depending on the different parts of our life and business, let's say. But that's for another post. Basically, and without caricaturizing too much, most of the people will be followers. They have a social media account, period. These are the ones that go on social media to follow other people. They just get the information, hours and hours on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, to a point where now they realize that it's even toxic and they don't even know what happened with their own time. While others are alive and living, most people are just following the life of a hands of people on social media 
with all the consequences that follows. The expert is the one that goes on social media and assess different channels and information, trying to understand more and have more perspectives on what is happening there instead of taking for granted everything. They will probably more, be more selective in terms of who they follow. After we have an influencer, means someone who has a community. An influencer is someone who has followers and who puts content over there more or less systematically. Now, the thing is that those that are influencers are not necessarily those who have the knowledge or things to share. And again, I'm not saying that they're all like this, but they just know or understand how the system works and they take advantage of it. Those who want followers and likes, the more the better, no matter why, no matter the purpose behind it. And finally, we have the business influencers, those who have a system, those who put the content, a lot of content in a very systematic way. Usually, the people who understood how to use social media to even monetize it, like a business, but overall, who have enough content to create a trend, a direction. And I have to say, some are doing a great job on it, like Gary Vee being one of them, for example. Now, why is that dangerous and what's the point of this article? The danger comes from overall a lack of discernment. Instead of using information to grow our brains, we use less our brains when on social media and therefore reducing its function overall. The same, we overuse our emotions. We generally connect from the loneliness of our own screen and compare and believe what is said as the ultimate truth. We believe that they, the others, all have an amazing life and love and joy and happiness and we are the only one left out. A lot of depression and deeper mental disorder may result or some even proved it happens already. But overall, it's a source of sadness as people don't longer make the effort of connection. While this is how the social media started to begin with. And then it goes into a lack of actions, a lot of a lack of going outside and watch the sky instead of watching a picture of the sunset someone posted. A danger of not meeting someone because it's more comfortable and safer to meet them for far, etc. etc. Now, while I write this or I talk about this, we are still in lockdown. And I'm very much aware that not everything is possible right now. And this is exactly my point. The danger is what the social media is or can become tomorrow out of fear after overdoing it for two months or so. And in the same time, what an amazing, beautiful, powerful opportunity we all have here. The coronavirus imposed physical distancing and an increased usage of media online, etc. That was what most probably saved the most of us and I am forever grateful. It is today my bread and butter in so many ways. 
And I want to encourage all of us to take that power and to be responsible and to grow together in this new area of social media and online. And while the online and virtual space will continue to increase in the future, to also make the effort when the lockdown ends to not by default stay in our own media cocoon and dare to go outside. But that's for another episode. And if you wonder how to increase your power, let me share with you the five power of social media and why this is in your hands today. Now, power number one, this is the power of authenticity. We all want to be successful on social media. I get it. And it's respectful and it's understandable. The reality is we all have a huge responsibility on media. And there is no secret. The more authentic we are, the more successful we are, including on social media. We don't have to be more of someone else to get that. All we need to do is to be more of who we are, of ourselves in that space as well. Think about it in a day-to-day -day situation. You'll finally get the ones that are lying or pretending and you want to stay away from them, isn't it? It is the same on social media. Take a little bit of distance. Who do you follow and why? And whatever you put out there, be yourself and your tribe will see it. You don't have to be in a specific way to have or win friends. It's by being yourself that friends will come. The power number two is the power of persistence. Like everything in life, it takes time to build any relationship. And social media is a relation. There is nothing that happens overnight with no effort. And if it does go viral, Chances are it disappears as fast as it came, if it came overnight. The persistence means you showing up authentically no matter what, no matter you are sick, no matter you are sad, no matter you have issues, no matter what. Because on social media, just like in life, this is what happens. Life happens. We are sick or sad or down and we still go to work. And we still live and we still do things. So the same in social media, including sharing when you have a bad day instead of putting a forced uh, content about how great all things are and not even putting a content because you don't longer have the energy. The persistence is doing it for yourself and for your followers. It's showing up even if those come in a in a small and very small numbers of followers. Persistence means you believe in what you are doing and believing in what you want is the first step to achieving it. The power number three is the power of sharing. I so love when people share. I guess it's, it's one of the core values I got from my family and from growing up in the not the wealthiest country or environment. And, and I speak a lot about it, obviously. I'm so grateful I was born there. It's the value of sharing that anyone finds in these types of society. And when you go to social media, this is exactly the same. Sharing. 
thinks back, I mean, think back of the power of sharing. What do we share? What do you share? Do you share what you have extra? Do you share what is less quality? Um, what do you share in your social media and why is the same with what do you share in life? You see, there is a saying back home that rich people give and poor people share. And you're sharing to show off or you're sharing because you care, you know, because of who you are and what you stand for. I can go for ages on this one. Hope you get the point, though. The fourth is the power of caring. And that's one of the daily reflections I have from my dear teacher, Geisha Tenzin Damcho. He is asking, is caring a sharing or is sharing a caring? Caring means that it is not just a technical action. You push a key on a phone or a computer anonymously from the safeness of your own home. Detaching like you are not humans, like robots instead of just us using a machine or a tool. Caring means paying attention, taking time, going deeper. Caring on social media means reflecting twice between hitting a like button. Caring means taking time to leave a comment when you have something to say and add. And most of us, we do have after reflecting on it. Caring means contributing. Caring means taking time to share and say publicly, thank you to someone who did something for you and you benefited from it. Caring means giving credit. It does not take anything away from us. It's actually quite the contrary. And it's even working from an algorithm point of view. And finally, the power of detachment. Probably one of the most important powers we all have. To don't post in order to be obsessed with views and likes and followers. To switch off social media. To not make it our life and to not be attached to the result of it. Doing it authentically, persistently, and things will happen. Enjoy the journey without working or worrying about the result. Be a responsible leader, contributor, and human in your life and in your social media. That's not another space. That is our space and our reality. It is not virtual. It is real, even more real than ever today. I trust we can all make a difference. And I thank you for taking the steps towards it. When we know better, we do better. That's all. When we think back on why social media started and to life in general, we see there is a different, more responsible, more beautiful way of living and a richer life experience. Let's celebrate social media by using and experiencing as much as we do with life. Going back to the basics, going back to the core values and going back to deep connection. Till next time, please enjoy, stay safe and remember, this is real. This is your life. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.